Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Miss American Football Podcast. My name's Rebecca, and I'm your host. It has been a minute since I posted a podcast. I will blame it on my academics this past few weeks. It's been a little crazy, but so is the world of football. So I'm excited to be back. I've been tracking along, kind of seeing what I want to talk about when I'm able to sit down and record a podcast. So I'm excited got a lot to talk about so let's just jump right in. I want to start with college football and let me just say since I haven't posted football has been back. It's been back for a few weeks now and it is probably one of the most exciting things I've experienced since the shutdown of the country. It's so shocking to me to be honest that it's back and um, I'm very thankful that it is back. It has been so just such a a positive thing I think for our country and for me personally just to be able to watch football on Saturdays and have um, just something to look forward to. Um, I go to an SEC school so I haven't had a chance to go to a game quite yet however um, I will be there this Saturday and I'm very excited about that. Um, I was thinking about this the other day and I was like you know they say baseball is America's pastime but the MLB did not unite the country like college football did when it started up. So just my thought on that. I I do think that football is the best sport in the world. But anyway, so football's back. Um, they've been playing for two weeks. However, the Big Ten has announced that they're coming back as well, which is surprising to me. The first, pretty much the reason I made this podcast was because I was just so shocked by the Big Ten dropping out that I was like, I need to talk about this. And I had been wanting to make a podcast for a while. And I was like, I'm going to make a podcast just to talk about all of this. But this comes after a lot of backlash from teams, coaches, parents, even the president of the United States um, just outlashed over the decision that the Big Ten made to cancel the season. So their comeback date is October 24th, um, and it's very it's very funny to me because the commissioner, Kevin Warren, if you remember right after this decision was made, literally said in a letter that this would not be revisited, that this decision was the final decision that was going to be made, and that's it. However, clearly there was um, enough pushback to where the decision was overturned. I believe they needed nine of the teams to vote for the season in order to overturn it, and they did so. Um, I think the reason they made the decision originally to cancel it was because they thought that the other teams would follow them and that everything would work out in their favor, that they would be the ones who started the trend. They're the ones who were really researched in that, and then clearly that was not the case. Um, so they went back on their, on their decision and they're coming back a month after the SEC. So they're really not that far behind. They are doing daily rapid tests in the big 10, which, um, they're hoping to use to help with the spread and contract, contact tracing. And they are also not allowing fans at the games, um, which is very interesting to me because I was kind of like, oh, I guess they're just doing it for the money but they aren't going to be getting that fan revenue. So that was surprising. Honestly, I thought they would have fans there. So now my question is, what are the playoffs and the bowl games going to look like? Are we going to postpone all of those until the Big Ten season is over so they could possibly participate? 
are we just going to say the Big Ten can have their Big Ten playoffs and that's it? Um, that should be very interesting. So that's a little bit about Big Ten. Obviously, we don't know too much because it hasn't started yet. But the SEC is starting this Saturday. So many good games to come. I feel like many football fans will agree with me when I say the games so far have not been the most exciting. Um, Which, not to say that there haven't been a a good, exciting comeback, especially with um, the Sun Belt beating the Big 12 so much. But it's... It's not SEC football, and that's all I'll say about that. Hopefully my bias isn't showing too badly. But there have been a good amount of notable opt-outs for the SEC that I wanted to talk about. Um, I think the biggest one that kind of shocked me was University of Georgia quarterback Jamie Newman opting out. Um, You know, there was this quarterback battle between him and JT Daniels, and obviously Daniels is going to get that job now. It's just pretty surprising to me. I wonder what was happening, you know, behind closed doors and why that decision was made. Um, And then for Texas A&M recently, in the last two weeks, we've had some serious, serious opt-outs happen with our senior starting receiver, Jamon Osmond, and our linebacker, Anthony Hines, opting out. Um, I say ours because that is where I go to school. Um, Not the best situation, especially with Osmond. Um, but we respect everyone's decisions. So moving on, we have LSU's wide receiver, Jamar Chase, also having opted out, which when that came out, I was very excited just because, you know, that might help in the game that we have against them. Um, and then Ole Miss's center, Eli Johnson, also opted out. So um, those are just some notable ones. There are There are more, but those are the ones that really – struck a chord with me when I I saw the announcements of those. So the SEC is going to be back. We don't have any crazy games really week one. I think the biggest uh, matchup is going to be Auburn versus Kentucky, just because I think Kentucky has a chance to do very well this season. And so that might be a little, I'm just very also pessimistic about Auburn. I don't, anyway. Okay. So that's the SEC. For the Big 12 and the ACC, they are the two Power 5 conferences that have been playing in the past few weeks, obviously. And so I just wanted to kind of touch on those. I'll be honest, I'm not a big Big 12 fan at all. I think lots of things about them. But anyway, the Big 12 has been trash, as we know. Um, they've lost multiple games to the Sun Belt. The most notable one to me was Louisiana versus Iowa State. It was a very interesting weekend. There was a lot of upset losses. Also, in the Big 12, there is OU, which is the clear the clear champion of that division every single year. But Spencer Rattler has really struck a chord with fans. They are very, very impressed with him. And um, there's just a lot of talk about Spencer Rattler being the next Oklahoma star. So... They are known for those quarterbacks, so I would not be surprised. And also, Rattler has been highly recruited since high school and a big name for a long time. And so it does not surprise me at all that he is really finally having an opportunity to show up and show out at Oklahoma. So that's that. Um, Something that I saw on a podcast, I think I was listening to, that Notre Dame and their game against Wake has been canceled which is 
it makes me worried only because I just don't want my, my team's games to be canceled. But um, I, I, I heard, I think the statistic is like 30% of the games have been canceled so far due to COVID. Could be incorrect, however, because that seems like a very high number, but it is definitely something you have to worry about as the days go on and as the teams come into contact with more people. Um, but so far, everybody seems to be doing a pretty good job with contact tracing, so seems to be impressive. Well, that kind of sums up my college updates. Um, I'm going to be wanting to get a lot more in-depth, especially once the SEC starts up again, just because knowing me, I'm going to have a lot of opinions about that. But for now, there's just, it's kind of felt like a waiting period. Even here at A&M, there has been very little talk about, you know, whether or not the t- players have COVID, how that's kind of working. So it's it's kind of been like a silent period, it feels like, besides, you know, the press conferences and stuff that we get to watch. So. Anyway, that is really all I have for college football, so now I want to get a little bit into the NFL, which I've been watching a lot of NFL right um, in the past few weeks because none of my my interests are in the Big 12 or anything like that, and so also my fantasy teams are very, very important to me, and so I will watch not only my team, but also the teams that have my, my important players when I have time for that. Um, And so something I wanted to talk about with the NFL is the ridiculous amount of injuries that has been happening. Um, First of all, Christian McCaffrey, who was, um, you know, everybody's number one pick in their fantasy leagues. He has a high ankle sprain and will be out for four to six weeks. So that is a big hit for a team that is already not good. And I believe I saw they were owned too. So without their star running back, it's not going to be a good few weeks for that group. But, you know, hopefully he heals, and I wish the best for him. The 49ers have had (laughs) quite possibly the worst two weeks of the season. Their starting quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then Nick Bosa, and also Raheem Mostert, they are all injured. They are all on the injured list now, and the funny thing to me is that the players are blaming the turf in MetLife Stadium. They've called it sticky trash, I guess. It's just really not, it's not what they're usually playing on, and it's not safe for them. The NFL is looking into this, but it would be quite interesting if the turf that, the, that their stadium put down was creating so many injuries. Um it's definitely going to hurt them in the coming weeks to be down all of these people. Um, so it's not looking good for the 49ers right now. Saquon Barkley is also out with a torn ACL. And that that really was, I feel like, the nail in the coffin for a lot of people because they were like, why are so many people getting hurt? I know for my team, the injury list was just ridiculous. And I was like, what is happening? Um, and then my last... The last player I have listed is the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, Drew Locke. Kind of a big hit. They've also already lost Von Miller during the the, the offseason. So lots of teams are taking a hit right now. And um, people are pointing fingers at the lack of preparation that the teams had. Maybe not even the fact that they didn't have an offseason, but they were not adequately prepared or they were not in game-ready condition, which 
that is something that has concerned me when it comes to my football team at college starting is I just really hope that none of them get hurt because of the unknown that was happening for a while about our college sports. Um, so there's been a lot of injuries and it will be very interesting to see how that progresses. And I just really hope the best for all of the athletes and that they are able to stay healthy and so they can play. Um, a couple of surprises for week two that I wanted to talk about in the NFL were the Falcons versus Cowboys game. If you ever talked to me in person about the Cowboys, I don't like them. And that's, that's really because I live in Texas where there's a lot of Cowboys fans who like to make fun of me for being a Detroit Lions fan. Um, but there was a very exciting, very memorable comeback for them. It was, I don't remember how many points they scored in the last five minutes, but it was like 20 or something like that. And that that was very exciting. And two of my roommates are Cowboys fans. So there was a lot of excitement in the house on Sunday from them. Not for me after a 21-point loss to the Packers. But I'm not going to talk about that on this. Um, also, I was very impressed by Justin Herbert. Um, he threw for 311 yards and a touchdown. That's not you know, crazy, but I just had legitimately no expectations for him coming into the NFL. Um, I really expected a flop, and there's still plenty of time for that, but he had a fantastic week, too, and so I was impressed for him. Some other rookies that I wanted to talk about were, obviously, Clyde Edwards-Lair. I thought he had a fantastic week one. Week two is not as great, but I had the, you know, privilege of playing against him in my fantasy league and he scored a ridiculous amount of points for my friend who had him on her team so that was fun for me um and then my other rookie standouts are two quarterbacks Joe Burrow and like I mentioned Justin Herbert Burrow threw for 313 yards and three touchdowns this last Thursday against the Browns um, I'm pretty impressed. I thought he would have a little bit of a harder time adjusting to the NFL and kind of getting his foot in the door. I didn't think he would be like a flop like I kind of did for Justin Herbert, but I was not really expecting this, you know, consistency from him. He has, he was like, a, he was a fifth year, I believe, at LSU, you know, he's not a young guy by any means compared to the NFL. I think he's older than Lamar Jackson, who has been here more than Joe Burrow has in the NFL. But I was just very impressed. Um, and I think it's going to be a great year for him. And he's going to have a really great career as well. So to sum up my NFL updates, we've got a lot of injuries and a lot of surprises. And I attribute all of these things to the lack of preseason and the lack of, in general, offseason coverage that I felt like the teams were giving the media, obviously, for safety reasons. They can't really allow the same amount of people that they would into the room. But I just had no idea what to expect from anybody. And I think that's helped some teams, obviously, teams like the Bengals with Joe Burrow um, or the Chargers, Justin Herbert, but other teams like my little Detroit Lions have really, really um, not benefited from that unknown and all of the, the injuries that have been happening. And so it will be very interesting to see as the seasons for the NFL and for college progress, how injuries and COVID-related issues impact starting rosters, and then where we go from there as it 
you know, as an, as a group, as a team, whatever, like what, what are we going to do about certain externalities that we can't control right now? Like playoffs in college, bowl games in college, or possibly having to make up a game in the NFL or in college, I guess. Um, So like I have been saying in my podcast recently, there's just so much unknown and it'll be very exciting when everything is said and done to be able to look back and say, wow, I can't believe all of this happened. It's pretty extraordinary. However, it's still interesting to be watching from the outside. And I'm just really glad I'm not making the decisions in either of these um, organizations. But that's about it for this week's episode. I appreciate everyone um, tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review. And I will see you guys very, very soon with another episode.